0: Without fees, the deals wouldn't exist, right? That's why you want your sponsor to be compensated well for what they're doing, which is to create generational wealth through passive income. Hey, I'm Palmi And I'm Nancy. And, and together we make, we make the Kitty Sisters. Sisters. We are apartment syndication experts, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors. Nine years ago, we made a change in our financial futures by ditching the nine to five. Discovered the joy and security in making money while we sleep. We made this podcast to help high-level entrepreneurs secure their financial future while paying virtually zero tax by utilizing apartment syndication. And we're going to show you how. This is Cashflow Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. Welcome back, all you Cashflow Multipliers. If you're tuning in, you know the deal. And for those of you who are new, welcome and hello. We're two sisters on a mission to give you the resources for true financial freedom, Of course, through real estate investing and passive income. This podcast is dedicated to the side hustler, big dreamers, and those experiencing the 2 a.m. night sweats. You know, the type where you wake up in the middle of the night completely overwhelmed about how you're going to be able to retire or send your kids to college. We've been there, right? In today's episode, we're going to continue to talk about our favorite way to gain financial freedoms and true peace of mind. Night sweats be gone and that's through apartment syndication. For those new folks, we got about 17 episodes covering some of the basics of this topic. So we suggest you start there. As for the rest of you, well, you know the drill by now. More specifically today, we're going to be diving into a topic of fees that come with apartment syndication. Is there anything more annoying than food delivery services, Paul? Well, their are fees. The, the service is fine. <laughs> I mean, have you ever taken the time to look at you know why your regular 10 dollar putt tie end up being 30 dollar plus tip by the time it gets to your front door. Oh my God, right? The story of our lives. <laughs> Hidden fees, baby. It's about how the delivery companies stay in business because they know some people after a long day at work just want to chill at home with a glass of wine, zoned out, and they're going to pay those seemingly innocent three to ten extra dollars to keep the butts on the couch. Hi, hello, we're some people, and let's face it, no one likes the idea of paying fees. If we have it our way, Every deal or transaction would be cost-free when we invest passively, of course. If it's free for me, it's free. (laughs) However, this is America and that's just unrealistic. After all, Uber Eats and DoorDash have to keep their doors open and operating, be sustainable, and honestly make a profit. As a matter of fact, we're happily paying those fees so they can work harder for us. If you ever bought a home, you'll probably have a little PTSD about all the fees outlined in the settlement statement. Talk about gut punch. It never feels good. A part of the reason we feel this way is that we're focusing on loss instead of the gain. No one likes to think about losing anything, especially money. But what if you knew that for every dollar you paid, you're getting 2x back in value? Then would you be patting yourselves on the back and telling yourself and your friends like, whoa, I got a great deal out of this. I'm patting my Myself right now. Of course, does the term cashback that credit card companies use as a classic marketing ploy ring a bell to anyone here? So, in deals with fees, it's crucial to understand why they are there and what the true value of those fees are. Is there a clear return on investment or is this a waste of money? While we can't necessarily vouch for the $30 putt tie, when it comes to apartment syndication, Fees are a part of the deal. It's important to understand what being charged for the, what purpose and what's the reasonable standard according to the industry on the value you're going to receive. Let's be clear. This is a bulk of the work when it comes to making deals in apartment syndication. We have to weigh the cost, value that we receive back and the risk involved. And most importantly, as if it's aligned with our goals and objectives. And of course, every deal is different and can be carry different types of fees. Here are the five most common fees in apartment syndication that you need to know. Number one, acquisition fee. Remember group projects? Everyone played a role. Well, at least most people did. Every once in a while, you may have been doing all the work, and then everyone else got to reap the benefit from your late night learning or writing on a major world event. General partners or GPs, or also as they are known as deal sponsors, are similar in nature. They're the one out there making broker connection following up leads, doing the proper due diligence on the investment, coming up with a business plan, winning the deals, working with the lawyers to set up legal documents, paying for investor portal, and ultimately acquiring the property. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not just thinking about all that extra work. All of this happens before the deal was even presented to our passive investor like you. Likely the deal sponsors did this process for multiple projects before securing even one deal. That's so true. I mean, how many deals do we have to underwrite to win one deal, right? Mm -hmm. And think of this like repeatedly, yeah, repeated every single time. So yeah, back to the group project for here, palm. If you're the one out there hustling and making everything happen on the back end, you can see why it would be really nice to be compensated for all the extra work. The same goes for a deal sponsor. This fee, the acquisition fee is for them because they're the one who make the deal into reality. While it's not considered a huge profit center, these work is essential to keep the business running. This fee is typically one to 2.5% of purchase price for the property. I mean, you can be underwriting hundreds of deals to just get one property. I mean, imagine the time consumption here, right? Moving on to number two, asset manager fee. Well, asset management fee. In continuing with the work of the deal sponsor, there's a lot that they do to make sure the property is operating according to the business plan and making adjustments as necessary. For some of you, this fee is a no-brainer to pay because it involves all the not-so-glamorous part of apartment syndication, work such as bookkeeping, Analysis of deal, market analysis, business plan implementation, setting up distribution, communication with passive investors and even lenders. So this is something that we do on a regular basis. And it's very, very important to the performance of the property. We see a lot of time some Experienced or not so experienced deal sponsors who may have some notoriety and just kind of like, you know, using that as their marketing tool instead of actually using their performance. Sometimes some of these people, what they'll end up doing is just plopping the responsibility onto the hand of the property manager, which for us is a complete no-no. Because while the property manager may have our best interest, they may not understand the high level um, reason for what we're doing. And so it's really, really important for us to track them using KPIs, which we do on a regular basis in order to make sure that we catch anything that may fall out or like some anomaly that's happening on the property before it gets out of hand. Yes. So on your DoorDash fees, you might have seen a little charge for convenience and now you have a new appreciation <laughs> for it, right? All of this is compensated by the asset management fee. They're managing the asset on behalf of the investor. Hey, that's you guys. In order to create a profit for all involved. I mean, we, our typical whole time is three to five years. So these are the fee that, didn't know the sponsor will be taking care of the property throughout the whole cycle. So dare we say they're making it convenient. The typical asset management fee is 1% to 2% of the gross income of the asset. Make sure you note know this, yes, and the management, right? So number three, property management fee. Fear not, this isn't your first boss in retail calling you to come in on your off day, but rather the guys looking to collect the rent. You know, operating the property you invested in and all that. Somebody has to do that. This fee is managing the day-to-day responsibility of operating the apartment complex. This includes marketing, finding the tenants, occupying the property, collecting rent, dealing with all the repairs, paying utilities, and what else necessary to make sure that the tenant have the best experience as renters as possible. The cut to pay for the property management is somewhere between Three to five percent, depending on how many units there are, usually in hundreds, right? The sponsor may have the resources to manage the property on their own, or they might outsource to the third party management. We love to pay our like third party management company. They are the one who does the day to day and make sure that all the business plans are implemented accordingly. Now, number four, recapitalization fee. Now, we're familiar with the concept of refinancing. Recapitalization fee typically occurs during refinancing portion of the apartment syndication. This is where we're able to capture some of the appreciation for our limited partners without diluting their equity percentage. Now, guys, the magic of using this refinancing method is investor, don't pay taxes on refinancing proceeds, right? It's one of the strategies we like to use. But know that the fee is somewhere between 1% to 2%. Also, in the event that refinancing has the ability to return 100% of capital invested, from this point on, oh my God, I love this point, it becomes an infinite returns since the investor would already get 100%. What a wonderful world, right? Yeah, infinite return sounds pretty incredible. So number five is disposition fee. okay. As for the final fee, that would be a disposition fee like Palm just said. This fee can also be called the cash all fee and is not necessarily seen on every single deal. Nan, this is the king of all hidden fees, right? Not necessary. It is there. It's important to note that general partner will disclose if there is such thing. It is a charge at time of the apartment being sold and is usually one to two percent of the sales price of the property this cash off fees cover all the work and costs of preparing a property for sale including the marketing working with brokers lawyers and other costs incur in incur- while holding the asset okay so cared interest aka the club promoter fee so if there's ever um, a time that you've gone to Vegas, Atlantic City, or other seemingly nightlife party town, <laughs> you've seen, you may have come across a club promoter. You know, the guy that usually comes dressed in suit and tie in a limousine, offering you a free ride for you and your girls, or maybe guys, <laughs> to a new club that they're trying to promote and get people to. For some of you, none of this sounds appealing because you wouldn't be caught dead after 10 p.m. <laughs> oh, that's so <laughs> Just Caught out. Yeah, for others, this might be triggering some serious deep-seated memories of bachelor parties. Pass. Regardless, the same idea of promoters show off in apartment syndication. While this isn't technically a fee or a free limo ride into a cool club we wish, we felt like it was still important to disclose what's often called the carry interest. It is the profit split and the main compensation for sponsor aka promoters to run and operate the deal. While no deals are exactly the same, you might sometimes see 70-30 or 80-20 split between the limited partner and general partner mentioned in the offering. This means that after the fees, the remaining cash flow is split according to this predetermined percentage. Let's zone in on this one practical example. So after all the fees and preferred returns are paid out, there's a million dollars in cash left over. That money is already determined between the split between the limited and general partners. Yes, that's Is that our example, right? So they talk among themselves and agree on, let's say, a 30. And this is done previous to the actually, you know, investment, right? Yeah. So 70-30 split. This means that the limited partner would receive $700,000 and the general partner would receive $300,000. That $300,000 is not a bad chunk of change in exchange for the promotion that the general partner received. Now, don't focus too much on the split here. On any given day, you would want your sponsor to be compensated well, right? So that you can make money with your eye closed. So of course, each deal is different and no carried interest structures are necessarily the same. So it's important to look carefully to understand what is what and what's going on in each deal. If we're not outlined in the offering memorandum, make sure to ask the sponsor to clarify what it is or find it on the PPM or private placement memorandum. Yes, so your role in all of this is doing your own business due diligence with every single deal you make and you want to invest in we say this all the time right why because we know that it looks like when what it looks like when numbers are over- overlooked deals don't seem to add up and there's blood blood resentment frustration that occurs you have to identify and understand all the major fees involved in every deal to avoid any confusion down the road so to help check with that here are the questions we often ask ourselves what is the fees and what are the normal range Number two would be collectively, are they on the higher or level lower side? What is the split between the GP and the LP? What are the projected returns and what's the level of risk to achieve those returns? Low, medium, high. How common are we on the deal sponsors and our ability to achieve the returns? Next question we ask ourselves would be, what is the sponsor track record? And the next one is, considering the fees and the carried interest, do we feel that the interests of the sponsors and and the past investors are with us are aligned. Yes, answering these questions honestly with yourself is important when you're weighing in the risk level and the benefits involved on any apartment syndication deal. Here's also a clear way to start thinking about the fees and the people procuring them. Are your interests aligned? AKA, do you trust the deal sponsors? Like trust level of trust right Mm -hmm. or you pay back for lunch without a Vimal request trust when you and your sponsor are aligned on interest through the trust you have established one another you do not have to worry about these fees being lost without fees the deals wouldn't exist right that's why you want your sponsor to be compensated well for what they're doing which is to create generational wealth through passive income a freaking amen (laughs) Boom, (laughs) you're getting the hang of this. And more importantly, find the balance. It starts with understanding how everything comes together to help you reach your financial goals. Guys, that's it for today's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed this one. We love putting together for you each week, of course. If you're not already, check out our Instagram at the Kitty Sisters and leave us the rating and review whenever you're streaming from. Looking for more free resources? Check out the show notes on our website, thekittysisters.com/slash podcast, for other free fun goodies like Apartment syndication survival guide. New episode drop every Tuesday and Thursday. Talk to you guys soon. We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at thekittysisters.com slash podcast.